Hey guys, welcome back to the post show. A uh, really fun episode this week. Uh, we open it up with some anime. We talk more Spy Family and uh, episode three, Ranking of Kings. Now that Dave's slowly, you know, getting back into that. Uh, we talk step Severance uh, kind of as a whole, specifically the finale mainly. Uh, so there's about 10 to 15 minutes of spoilers there. So we gave a warning then. I'm just going to give you that now because it is a new show. And I, again, anyone listening, we highly recommend you check out Severance. Uh, we get into Neon Genesis and Berserk the Anime. Uh, we talk a couple games today. We do Guardians of the Galaxy and the new Trek to Yomi that's out on Game Pass and PSN and all over the place. Highly recommend that. Uh, and we also talk about some Horizon Zero Dawn and we kind of close things off with uh, Moon Knight and Tokyo Vice and um, where we are with those. So anyways, thanks for listening, guys. Uh, we will see you next week. Bye. <laughs> How you doing there, companion? Companion, <laughs> I'm pretty good. You like that? Yeah. Had that like prepared. That. I forgot there was a bit. There's a, a bit, a new bit, week to week. So yeah, next I'm week. Forward to look forward mm. to next week's. It's even mm. more exciting. Mm. Um, how's your week going, fella? <sighs> it's not too bad. Long. Did a lot of a lot <sighs> of gaming. I feel like I'm always tired. The more gaming I do, the more tired, mentally drained I can be. Do you know? Why you're always tired? Mm. Because we're so old. Much anime. Well, oh no, I wasn't gonna say that. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, I was we, going I darker. We're old. Yeah, no, no, no. I guess we're old-ish, old-ish. We're older now than we've ever yeah. been. Yeah. Some could say we have less life ahead of us than we have behind us. I have officially lost the ability to stay awake past like midnight. Like, it's like a real challenge. Like, if I'm sitting watching something, it's like fighting with myself and inter- yeah. waging war with myself to, like, get to 1230. Are you are you big on, like, creature habit stuff? Like, bed, like you're, you know, along with your work schedule, are you big on, like, you know, I get ready for bed at this the same time every night, so on and so forth? Or are you kind of like a like a hippie who doesn't have an itinerary? Well, no, there's, there's like, a time of, like, I should probably be up there, so you know i'll shoot like there's like a window there's not like an exact time exactly okay but it could be some nights it could be earlier like an hour earlier an hour later kind of thing it's like you know what i mean window is a bit of an extreme or an hour is a bit of an extreme window grant yeah i have like a nine minute window and if i'm outside of that nine minutes i think the world is ending and i'm losing control of my life no no does that make sense yeah yeah Yeah. (laughs) you sound older than me yeah yeah old decrepit senile I think it's possible my best days are behind me. Yeah, it's all over. <laughs> From here all on, we in. have is, all we have is anime. All we have is Spy Family and whatever happens to come yeah. next. That's all we. Yeah. Have right now. Well, yeah. I think that you can take solace in the fact that you know, like you have the knowledge that it's that it's behind you. You know what I mean? It's like that. I may not have a lot to look forward to, but I know what it is, Dave. We Life fear like, the unknown. It's a shit sandwich with just like really good like <laughs> produce on the sandwich, you know. And the fixings are awesome, but it's still a shit sandwich. So. Yeah. All right. Fair enough. Okay. Well, thanks for joining us on uh, this week's episode of the Post Show. 
Um, it's funny, Grant and I both have TED Talks coming up uh, <laughs> for motivational speaking. <laughs> oh, God. All right. <sighs> um, okay. You mentioned it first, so let's talk about Spy Family. I don't have a ton on this episode. No, I don't either. So this is <clears throat> this is the thing. I don't want to come out swinging. Like I don't want to make it sound like I'm like just like not into the show all of a sudden because like I'm really enjoying it. No, for sure. I love it. And this episode was great, and there was a lot of really good things in there. But, but I just, I was just like, oh, this isn't starting to become a backburner show. This episode kind of like, it kind of felt like a little steam. Like there's no steam to it. It it took its foot off the gas for sure. A little bit. Like I said, it's not by no means is a bad episode, but I was kind of just, you know, even then too, like, I don't think I got around to watching the episode till probably like, you know, Monday, Monday Mm. morning yesterday or no, 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 it would have been Sunday, but like, regardless, like, you know, I've been quick to watch it every Saturday as soon as it came out and it's just like, I'll get to it. You know, like it, it's, I think it's, there hasn't been many stakes in this show compared to the stuff that we have been watching, Mm. you know, specifically in this genre, you know, anime focused and all that. Um, And then I think another big problem that too is like, I'm watching a lot of live action stuff right now where there is a ton of stakes, you know, whether it's Severance or Better Call Saul or Barry, you know, it's, which are so heightened Mm -hmm. and so focused and premier TV, premier TV. And like, this is, you know, I think premier anime as far as I'm concerned in certain aspects, but it, I think, pulling its foot off the gas is definitely you know a good way like the way you put it so but i think it's a great episode like it's hilarious and the goofs were good and you know drunk yor is taken over the internet by no one's surprise so like, yeah it's it's tricky right because it's like we have this conversation a lot too but it's it, there are just some mediums and some shows some stories that are better in binge and or better week to week like the first or the previous four episodes were fantastic yeah, those felt um, like week-to-week ones. They are. But the thing is, is when you get of a sleeper episode and you're binging, it doesn't really matter because you just breeze by it and you get to the next, like, action-packed story-progressing episode. It's a good stepping stone for, like, the story overall. Yeah. But singularly, um, it just kind of feels flat, you know? Yeah. And, and that's not to say it was a bad episode because it did have some no, no, cool no. stuff. Like you said, like, the drunk uh, your stuff, the whole family, like, role-play thing. Mm-hmm. That was all fun. Um, but it did really start feeling like more of the same. It's like, okay, we've been here. So what's next? Like, what's the story going to do? And there, there was some slight progression, right? She got into the school. Yeah. So I do think this was like a, a good, you know, I, I think we had said it last week where, you know, this, this episode after seeing it feels like the true cap to the first arc. Yeah. That's you know, like true. It, it has, you know, like the waiting on bated breath of them getting into the school, like whether the mission was a fail. And then we even get the end of the episode, we get like, you know, phase one complete kind of thing. So like quite literally, they've kind of capped off the arc. But we get like we've been te- like Anya has been all this like the Spy Wars cartoon that she's watching. Mm-hmm. You know, that's been like, you know, teased every single episode. And she's comparing, you know, um, Lloyd to the main character and all mm-hmm. this and that. And to kind of have it like fully realized, like her imagination that has been teased. It was, and that's the thing. It's weird that this is the episode that had lost the steam because the story has been pushing to a moment like this, like kind of gently, mm-hmm. you know, but we, we knew it was going to, I don't know. It was, it's weird, man. Like this is definitely one I, I have to rewatch. And maybe, you know, like, I don't think I'm going to find anything new in it, but 
you know, it's it's just weird. Like, you would feel like a moment like this would be bigger. And it was a big episode. I don't know. I'm, I'm all fucked up on it, honestly. Like, I don't, I don't really know how to feel. <laughs> no, I, I don't blame you. It was a, it was a bit of a weird one. Um, but, yeah, you're probably right. We, it was probably a little bit premature of us to call last week's episode the cap yeah. to that first arc. This is, is like, it... definitely the next step. 100%, yeah. I just, you know, um, and, like, I'm sure you could say the same thing about, like, a lot of good anime um that when you get into it you're like oh my god i just want answers mm-hmm. i want story progression i want plot i want the characters to find out about one another and the, like you know they've definitely left the audience wanting more at this stage which mm-hmm. is good the world building thus far has been like really good mm-hmm. so i'm just ready for the story to like st- start quote mm-hmm. you know what i mean we have the pieces yes. now we need to move forward this is definitely like the opening you know, like the opening performance of all yeah. this, like because this is going to be a long show. I believe it's like a full 24, 25 episodes. It's being split into two, but you know, like so, there clearly is going to be a bigger, badder thing coming. Like, there's no like we have a villain, but we don't. Like, I know the OP kind of teases a couple characters. You know, we have foils, we don't have villains yet. You know what right. I mean? Yeah. So it's it's like there's. You know, we know there's a big bad mission. We know there's a potential like world war situation, but like, you know, it's just, you know, wait, it's waiting. I feel like, yeah. Anyways, it's I'm not getting caught up on it a little too much there, but eh. great, great show. But I, definitely, this episode caught me off guard in a way I didn't expect. Yeah, but you know, um, that's not to say we're any less hype on it. We'll keep watching. We'll keep it's covering beautiful. it week to week. That drunk your fight, <laughs> drunk your fight, um, was something else. The animation on that—that that was so wit. They, it was unbelievable. Like they got um, their, they got their moves. They find a way to work action into every episode so far. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm quite down with it. Um, okay, so actually, speaking of, this is both going to excite and disappoint you simultaneously, oh, oh, which go. is like I think one of my skills I should put on my resume, like a. <laughs> uh, able to consistently evoke excitement and disappointment in his audience <laughs> simultaneously um okay so speaking of world building yeah i i'm i watched one more singular episode of ranking of kings okay um so i'm only on episode three and you know we'll we'll circle back to this but i will sure. say in my defense and like because i'm a little light on this week like mm-hmm. i'm just only thinking about neon genesis these days and, Dave, that's that's not a not a bad thing at all. Yeah, so like we'll talk about that in a little bit, um, and maybe like a longer conversation than we had last week. Yeah, about it because I have a lot of thoughts. But mm-hmm. as far as ranking of kings goes, I was like, oh, I know I got to give this show a try. I've been giving it this really slow burn, like multiple weeks in between the uh, you know the two episodes that I've watched. Let me try a third, and I think the third is kind of what I'd been waiting for, or at least yeah. what the show had been waiting for. Mm-hmm. Like they needed to establish who the characters were the world they were in and then like they needed to start the story mm-hmm. and very much like spy family right um and episode three of ranking of kings definitely does that <laughs> big time so do you already know like do you remember the episode pretty um i'm pretty sure it um I don't want to say because I, I, I get three and four mixed up. I don't want to give something okay. away. In the next okay. Time. Just so, tell, me, tell me what we saw. Yeah. So there's quite a bit of plot progression. So we learn, what, what's his name? Prince um, Dida is the meal. Oh, Bo, uh, Boji. Boji is the main character, right? Yeah. 
So Boji, we learned a bit Aaron about Aaron Yeager's his... the other guy. Yeah. yeah, we learned a little bit about his past that he doesn't have. Uh, his mom died, and this mm-hmm. girl who is his mom is like she's Dida's uh, biological mother, yeah. and she has healing magic, and she heals mm-hmm. him after he gets beat up by Dida in the previous episode. So I was like, oh, okay, well, there's magic. That's a thing. Yeah. Um, and then the king dies, and Dida steals the throne with aid from his mother, and then a devilish goblin like thing comes out of the king's body corpse yeah and points at boji before laughing maniacally and disappearing into a wisp of smoke <laughs> yeah and then his uh, his dark friend um the little the little oh, um, little creature of the night assassin thing that blends yeah. into Blank shadows name. his name literally means shadow completely blank oh really his name yeah yeah, well, forgettable like um, Will Poultry. But, oh my um, god, <laughs> it's a weird character. the The best friend there. Yeah, the, it, it is. Assassin. But I'm kind of down with it. Um, so it he, makes more sense later. Yeah, it feels yeah, yeah. like a start to a very unlikely friendship or a partnership. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. Um, but anyway, he's captured by like some castle hand fellow that wields snakes. Snake guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. snake like fellow and then uh there's like a fight scene and uh you know someone dies i can't quite remember anyway a lot of shit happens but the episode ends with boji beginning his quest to find his friend mm-hmm. uh, and he has two companions one is i think domas the swordsmanship instructor one of the one of the big four there and then uh and then the and, apprentice dude yes and and that's where the episode caps off so like i was like oh okay so this is the show or at least that's my understanding so far. It's kind of like... Um, the plot officially begins episode three. Yeah, okay. It's yeah. kind of like... Uh, was it Moshko uh, Tensei? Took like yeah. 11 episodes for a turning point. And it wasn't bad up until then. It was just mm-hmm. like different. It was slow and buildy. And like... I just wasn't sure which way... It took ranking the slow of, walk. Yeah. It did, you know, it didn't take the... It didn't take the shortcut. It took the long way around. But it was eventually going to get back to, you know like where the story is meant to begin you know it's, though it's though it's funny right because like in retrospect that was probably the right way to do it for them because that end, that whole season ended up being pretty great oh so um, good i think i've been thinking back on that a lot actually <laughs> what a weird how, show that was eh to experience like a little bit later than everybody especially us like these skeptical we've already established grumpy old men um <laughs> and we both we're grum- yeah we're definitely grumpy about that there's you know, but it's nice. The nice thing about ranking up kings is like it's actually it's a fun companion piece to Mishoko Tensei in a lot of ways because I agree it is you know young boy misunderstood boy. It's a little different Mishoko Tensei's you know part you know obviously, but like you know you know magical journey you know like the you're not really sure sure who's like you know like what really is going on in the greater scope, and they both drip feed in a similar fashion. Like I think. Yeah. Mushoku Tensei really, really took that out, and like you know, but that ranking of kings, it's surprisingly fast paced. Like you'll find that like, you're going along. There was definitely a point, you know, because I, I think I'm on episode 15 or 16 right now, and there's definitely a point of like, okay, I need to rewind. Like that, a lot just happened within oh, like, really? two. Yeah, a lot happened within two episodes, and it feels natural, but it's just it's the dialogue in the show is also very fast, and I think I find the subtitles themselves are also ripped across the screen really quickly mm. too. 
So it's it's just one of those shows you got to be locked in. What, I gotta ask, like, what, you know, I gotta ask the obvious question. Um, yeah. Well, actually, just also from my own knowledge, how far are you into Ranking of Kings? Oh, like fifteen or sixteen episodes. Yeah. Okay. I'm almost it's almost done. Probably like a twenty-two or three or something or five. Twenty-four, I believe. Yeah. Okay. How do you feel about? Like, this is probably the first show I've watched with a deaf protagonist. Um, especially, it's definitely the first anime I've watched. Sure. With a deaf protagonist. How do you feel about that? Like, it, did it, was it um, disconcerting to you at all? Because it is a little, like, disarming. Like, you just don't expect it. You know what I mean? They do a good, very subtle job. Like, you know, it came to a point where I, I wasn't even checking in. Like, people were talking in sign a lot of the time. Uh. And and there's even a... Well, no, I don't want to... Mm. Okay, I'm just going to... It's like a very micro-spoiler. Mm-hmm. But, like, later later on in the story... Um, actually, probably one of the most recent episodes I watched is... Uh, is it actually Kaji? Is that the friend? Oh, I think it might be Kaji, yeah. Um he like you know Baji's talking or whatever and like they're doing sign and he's like you know like Kaji has to jump in he's like what are you guys doing like you know he can read your lips right and like people it just goes to show like how no one expects anything out of Baji they just think he's kind of like you know like a deaf mute or whatever and it just kind of goes to show he's like no no he's been like you guys have not had to use sign like this whole time kind of thing so it's one of those things that like they were doing it the whole time anyways because the characters didn't know any different you right. know so it really shows there's a lot of tension and care like they don't do it a whole ton but like there's sign like through the whole like up to the whole point anytime someone's talking to boji especially like that apprentice character or yeah. uh, whomever like there's always always like uh he's throwing something domas too as well like yeah like that, their i've seen him journey. use it the most so far yeah so it's uh it's, it's a good yeah. show it is it, different it is different because, like, you have to, um, I think, like, people just have to be honest. Like, it's the first thing I noticed. I was like, oh, this is going to be different. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. I a lot of... the first time you heard, like, Baji Grunt and Boji yeah. Grunt, and I was like, what the fuck is What's well, going yeah, on? Because you have no context, right? You just hear, you have like, zero context, like so it's <laughs> confusing. Um, yeah. But anyway, you know, so I think that episode three is probably what I needed mm-hmm. to sell me on it a little bit. Um, I'm glad I, like... I sat down and watched it. That's another funny thing, right? Like about week to week shows and binging them. Like had I just given this like enough attention up front, like mm-hmm. early, like just zoomed through the first two or three, as actually a lot of people recommended that I do. Sure. I probably would have like bought it bought in a lot earlier. As I'm watching it, I do feel like I missed out. I should have yeah. because I was on like I was similar to you. I was pretty much you know, for the first few episodes, it was more or less week to week. And, you know, and then, you know, I think AOT or, or Demon Slayer, whatever it was, yeah. kind of got in the way. But, you know, I'm, I'm enjoying it. I'm loving it. But it, this is one of the bigger ones where I'm like, ah, fuck. I really missed out on, like, yeah. the week-to-week suspense. Because yeah. it does get, there's lots of suspense coming for sure. So. Ooh, interesting. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, that's Ranking of Kings. What do, you, uh, what do you got, good sir? Do you want to have the Severance talk now or later? Well, we're uh, no. Let's talk about it now. So, okay. uh, where are you on it? We're finished. We finished last Ooh, night. Oh hell yeah! <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, so should we give a spoiler warning if you want to get into the nitty gritty? Or well, no, I don't want to get into the nitty gritty because I I would like to like you know scream this show's names from the top of a mountain. <laughs> I, I I do think people should watch this. Like you have said as much. I have said as much. But after seeing the finale, what a just. 
it's weird because it's a cliffhanger clearly yeah. it ends with a cliffhanger but it, it feels like there's a bow on everything like season one has a weird bow like if there had not even been like a season two announcement um which there has been it's been you know clear about that but like if they had left it on a suspenseful end like that i'm like that would have been a kind of cool ending you know like, yeah. they would have had to tweak it a little bit but um they, what a, they what a gave show. you just enough information, just enough reveals, and um, there's a word for this, like like satisfaction, right? Like you got mm-hmm. to see quite a bit in that yes. finale. Now, granted, yeah, like there there is more. There is a lot of what if and how does this going to happen? But like mm-hmm. they gave you, you, uh, you, the audience, a lot of plot progression. Absolutely. Like if you were, you know, on this Reddit community, which I regret only finding after the show had finished airing, people mm-hmm. had some theories that were confirmed in that finale since episode one and two like and they you know shows you know i mean have you seen lost or the leftovers like both Mm -hmm. very successful shows like a lot of shows like this um they have to very carefully walk the the balance beam of like yeah like leave the audience wanting more but like also you have to drip feed them some answers you can't just leave us in the dark forever, and they didn't do that. Like I don't know, I was super satisfied, man. It was it was nice, and <clears throat> a weird comparison is it reminded me of Breaking Bad a lot of ways, where mm. it felt like even from like you know it's like I know a lot of shows have the formula where if it's like a ten episode run, usually by like episode six to ten, there's always like something major at the end of the episode that kind of like leads into the next one. Like not always necessarily. You know, it's like a cliffhanger or a suspenseful moment, but it, it makes you think for the narrative to come or like what the consequences of that are. Yeah. It felt like Severance from episode one to nine, the ending of every episode had a nice little like, okay, here you go. We'll see you next week. Chew yeah. on this for a little bit, you know? And it was, it was it slowly got bigger and bigger and bigger at the end of each episode. And just the way it kind of caps off, I was like, that was. I was telling Leanna, like, this is, like, the right volume to end this. Perfect you know? show like, for week to week. It wasn't too loud. And, that, and again, I week to week, I wish. Like, we, we, we kind of spaced it out enough that it felt like it was a week to week scenario. But, yeah, when I say that, I just mean, yeah. like, it's not a, hey, don't watch four of these in a day. You know what I mean? Like No, you can't. We, no. Two is our limit. Yeah. Two is our limit. and uh, We might have done the same. Yeah. Yeah. But, no. Great show. Um standouts the guy who plays mr like they're all known quantities like i've seen um is it john chichuro who plays irving yeah he was actually he was in batman eh? he was uh yes he was uh falcone carmine carmine or one of the falconies yeah um he's fantastic eh? all time he's all time like anything he's in he absolutely crushes him being on the screen it comforts me because i know like he always puts in a tremendous performance. Like Ugh. he really sucks you into the role. He's good. Adam Scott, same thing. Can we can um, we get into spoilers? Can we get into just give a big fat spoiler warning? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, because I just I I'm I'm remembering how excited I was by some of this <laughs> shit. Okay, spoiler warning for Severance, the finale. If you don't want to hear about the details of this, just fast forward ten minutes and you'll probably be more than safe. Okay, sorry, Irving. Well, so like, go ahead. Like, you know, like John Turturro, um, Adam Scott, like, is, they're, they're all known quantities. Even the guy that plays Dylan, I've seen him in enough things, comedy roles. Like, his role is perfect. But the guy that played Mr. Milichick, or Dude. Milchick, wow. I like, told you, or did I tell you? I don't you know. You did. You did. There was... Physical, was, right? It, yeah, it would have been episode, the finale, when he clues in to 
they've initiated the overtime contingency yeah and the shot like there's like him like darting and then there's a camera angle cut of like he's now charging towards you but the camera's almost under and you're like almost looking up to his chest Mm -hmm. and his like lower face it was some of the most like claustrophobic tv i'd ever seen in my life like him cutting the corners i think i don't know who directed that episode or who was on the camera that day but Good God. Like, yeah. well done, sir. Mrs. Her, sir. You know what got it for me was his physicality in... It's a late episode, later the episode. The dance scenes? The dance scenes. Yeah. And, the, dude, I, I didn't send it to you because I didn't want to spoil anything, but I found an interview with the guy. Okay. And a big magazine. I can't remember what. But he's talking about how he did a ton of posture training and, like, um, what do you call Rear posterior chain training in his back because okay. he knew it would be a physical role but not in a, like, traditional physical sense. He just wanted to seem imposing. And He, he was all, the watchdog, man. He, he was w- so imposing. Like, his, like, I just can't believe, you know, he didn't have particularly amazing dialogue. Like, he had great dialogue. But like yeah. it was one of the best physical performances I've, exactly. I've seen in recent memory. It was, and that's what's shown. That's and what you noticed. You know, it was it was a it was a two hander. It was the camera gave his body the attention, and his body showed up. You know, yeah. like he had that control. It was terrifying. Like there's the scene where, um, I th- actually I think it's the finale. I think he just had an outstanding finale. Um, yeah. The when they're handing out there's like a party, like the egg party leading up to like the or. I think or the the court hit the quarter or whatever. And the quota. The quota, sorry. And <laughs> I think he's handing off the uh or, or sorry, he takes Dylan to the waffle party. And there's just that line where the two of them are alone in the room and just like his the way he looked at him, because there's obviously they had that altercation where Dylan Yeah. Like, you broke skin. You broke the skin. <laughs> you know, it was just oh. It's so good. But yeah, Irving, just all the performances. Helly, like, again, I had never seen her in anything before. She was phenomenal. Me neither. Pritch- Brand new to her. Pritch- I will say, Dave, my only gripe from beginning to end that I have with the whole show, and it's shocking because I love her as an actor. You know, like Patricia Arquette? No, I love Patricia Arquette, but her meltdown when she gets fired is one of the fakest fucking things I've ever seen on TV. I could not believe she put that. <laughs> <laughs> you did not like that huh i she's like coming home and she's like like in the car in a, well the car was one thing i think i lost it more oh, when she got down home and no just before that it's like her like coming down the hallway and she's like back and forth like left hand to left wall right hand to right wall and she's like back and forth back and forth the whole length of the hallway and it was just like it looks like clown performing i just i couldn't take it seriously and then she gets into the shrine she tears it apart and i bought it again but I laughed out loud. I was like, I don't think this is supposed to be funny. <laughs> you know, I mean, Unless it is. maybe in a way it's funny that like this truly was her world and like she's that married to it that it's that disturbing and it sure. just has to go on forever. Yeah. I don't know. Um, I will say that might be a little bit heavy handed on the writing. Like I just think their, her breakdown scene did not need to go that long. No. And it didn't need to use that dialogue. Like, the shrine... Like it kept coming back. Yeah, you know? I just... Yeah, okay, fine. Fair point. I didn't think about it at the time, but that could have been better. So, what I... The reason I wanted to talk about spoilers was just... There's so much to talk about at the end. Mm-hmm. But one of the biggest takeaways I had was realizing Irving is painting the fucking exit sign. Yeah. And it's like... It's creeping into his subconscious. 
Mm-hmm. And do you remember when he had that hallucination in the office of the black oh, like, goo? The black paint, yeah. And it's his it's his two consciousnesses like battling <laughs> and oh dripping God. into one another. And I was like, oh my God, this is so fucked. Um, Heli and her true identity and her lineage was one of those like... Never saw it coming at all. Th- that some people on the internet man that was uh, apparently a like a, a theory from episode two or three or something and i was like you guys are out of your fucking mind i'm glad i didn't really? read it sure. yeah because like it would have maybe it would be obvious in hindsight but i never saw that coming like i never i didn't at it's, all like, like i said i stayed like absolutely i never touched that subreddit once you know the whole time i watched the show like i haven't even been on it yet like i'm curious to jump into it now uh, but yeah. um Sorry, i don't know i it just when I had a th- the one theory I had, and I still kind of think you know obviously this is a season two. Did you ever play the Fallout games? One of them, a okay, long so, time ago. So, in the lore of like f- the Fallout series, like there's the vaults themselves. Like Vault seventy six is like the main one in Fallout three, and da da da. There's like hundreds of vaults, and at the end of the day, what it ended up being was these bunkers were science experiments. Hmm. And they were testing the people. So, like, there would be, like, one vault where there was 100 men and one woman. And then there would be another one, like, with the the inverse. There would be one where, like, everyone was, like, playing around with psychedelics and stuff like that. It was just, like, you know, a bunch of scientists monitoring these people in, like, a hmm. nuclear setting. Sure. And when they introduced optics and design and, like, they had all, like, this weird shit. Like, they would go through, like, one week they were making this thing. And then one – and like, and Dylan, too. Dylan would always chime in of, like – Oh, we're doing this. We're doing that, and then there's the whole thing with goat, like Heli and uh, Mark with um, the goat of like what's going on with the goats. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, the goat is making the eggs. Which I thought was such a good like callback line within it the was. first season. But uh, and they keep going to that, trying to figure out what they had seen. But all I can think of now is like they're just like I think it's just like you know mental te- or like psychological testing, stress testing, you know, and like there's just endless, endless, endless levels and floors and like of what they're trying to do. And it's, I don't know. So the showman is a ride, a ride and a half. I I have a theory that was like half baked, mm. and I can tell you what it is, but please do. The Our problem notes. is I was then on that subreddit, and then I just okay. saw someone with the same theory, but they like fully cooked it. And they just have, like, they really, really expanded on it. And it's one of those theories, Grant, that hits you so hard that you're like, oh, shit, what if they just cracked the whole show? Oh, really? Yeah, and that's not my theory. Like, mine was, like, a very throwaway thing. They, they it's that yeah. idea. But then they got into all the specifics of, like, okay, now here are my sources. And I was, I did not have any sources. I just had a feeling. Um, so I don't know if I tell you or if I send it to you. I don't know. Should I tell you my theory, my half-baked theory? Yeah, I want to hear your half-baked one. My half-baked theory was I think that Lumen is, I think they're trying to create artificial life. Or they're trying mm-hmm. to, they're clearly experimenting with consciousness. Sure. Um, and I wonder, it like, the goat thing is what freaked me out the most. Because, um, what the fuck was the name of the first genetically modified, uh, genetically... Dolly? Dolly the sheep. Yeah. That's what it made me think of. I was like, oh, oh, like, are these fake goats? Are they, were they created? Yeah. And then I realized, then I had two other brainwaves, and then this is the end of my theory. And the brainwave was like, in the first episode, Heli is confused about what she's doing on the table. And Mark says something, like, it's just a funny conversation. It's meant to be like, calm down, <laughs> you know, like, this is just work. 
I'm going to explain it to you. It's his first day. It's her first day. And then she goes like, was I like born here? He's like, you think we created a consciousness and um, put it in a person? And I was like, oh, shh. And then I saw that. And then the big thing for me was his wife. Um, obviously, that's like the biggest yeah. reveal of the series, but or the season. But when she says that it's her last day and she says my life has been like six hours that was fucked up so that was fucked and in my mind i was like oh like maybe she's just severed in a different way because we learned that severance works in different ways because that girl gave birth on severance oh yeah but then i was like well wait what if mark's wife didn't die or what if she did and she was brain dead because of the car crash and now they're just reinserting consciousness into her body Hmm. you know what i mean like i don't know but i think that they're fucking with something in the realm of consciousness and maybe artificial life that's probably not the hottest take considering the premise of the show sure well i think the thing with like the the pregnant woman i think that's still standard they just like kept her you know plugged in for nine months you know she was pregnant and then she woke up with the kid kind of thing so like it's still the same concept as what's going on down there. It's just not eight hours at a time. Yeah, it's no, just like a I, yeah, full nine exactly. months thing. But well, so, it might not even have been nine months if it's pro- like if it's geolocation based. Maybe the property is was the trigger. Like maybe she just didn't want to be present for birth. Well, no, because I guess the finale proves that it's not geolocation based. No. Oh yeah, no. I mean, good point. But I just meant like, as far as severance goes, mm. that could have been just a one day thing or a nine month thing. Mm. Like oh, there's nothing. Itself, yeah. yeah. Like there's no, like apparently there's no rule. You know what I mean? Like sure. originally we thought it had to be on premises. Then we learned about OTC. Mm. Then we learned about this girl who was clearly severed for her birth because, because yeah, um, Mark's sister sees her the next morning and she's yeah. unsevered. She doesn't remember her. Yeah. Just confused. So, the, I mean, I guess the major question there is, was she severed for the whole pregnancy or just the birth? My guess is she's some rich woman who didn't want to deal with the pregnancy hmm. after three kids and, you know, was out for nine months and it was just like going to sleep for her. But I guess either way, it's not a major difference because the point is severance is versatile. So, wow. Season two is like the absolute top of my list of like returning shows of like, yeah. whenever it's here, I'm week to week. Like, count me in. Like, there's no, I ain't fucking around with season two. <laughs> and then, and so then, beautiful. it's just oh, the yeah. style and the shots and the paintings, like the whole stuff with Christopher Walken, who again <sighs> crushes like everything. The performance between him and John Turturro, it's out of this world. Like, so yeah. fucking good. I, I, I can't believe how good it was. Um, okay, it's been about 10 minutes on Severance Spoilers, so we could probably yeah. cap it there. But yeah, I just, yeah, I'm glad you watched it. I'm glad you guys loved it. I knew you would. Did the wife like it too? Oh my God. She, like, she, well, she meshed the two of us. She's like, is this, like, based on a book or something? Like, oh, you know, yes. <laughs> yeah, she was really into it. It felt, it felt Stephen King ish in, you know, yes. very, like, thriller, you know, um, you know, it's funny because we were talking a few months ago about like Michael Crichton, like a techno thriller. Like this mm. is like very like a a more. It's funny because it's it feels like something written in the seventies, and it looks and feels like something in the seventies. But it it has that modern era. It's like the, the retro futuristic, retro futuristic, which is funny in comparison to the Fallout stuff because that was like a big thing, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but the the thing about it is. Like, just, like, the, I don't know. 
it's just it's so evil like it really pre- represents like the evil of marketing like the whole scene of like yeah no we're, we're past the spoilers so i won't i won't dive back in but it just it really goes to show like what the root of all evil in the modern world is like you know it's you know if you want to call it black and white like there's lots of layers to all this stuff but like it really gets the important stuff like workers rights you know like the, there's like a lot of like very like <laughs> it was so funny on twitter <clears throat> like i was reading a bunch of like union like union people going like oh yeah this show like really <laughs> there's a lot sense. of stuff yeah yeah so it's like a it's, lot of union news as of late yeah 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 so it's it's very uh it's very up to times and like a good story like it can it can come across all eras and, and you know and the hilarity of the <laughs> irony of the fact that it's being made by apple the biggest and most viable company on the planet they must have is... chuckled their way right in that check <laughs> yeah no <laughs> shit what what does the script say yeah. <laughs> what right, a good what idea is, you know what i'll throw you an extra one or two yeah, here <laughs> yeah Tim Cook's reading it. He's like, ah, it's, this is ridiculous. We shut down this idea years ago. <laughs> it won't work. <laughs> um, but yeah. Um, great show. Great show. Okay, Severance. All right. How about, let me think. Um, yeah, you are You know what? I think we're both falling into the, like, it is premiere live action time right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but okay. How about we take a, a beat and we talk anime Okay. Before we talk about, because um, I want to talk to you about Moon Knight. Oh. Um, but I also want to talk to you about Neon Genesis. Yeah, boy. So let's start with Neon Genesis. So I believe I'm on episode 17. Okay. So towards the end. I'm doing like four or five, three to four a week probably would be accurate. Mm-hmm. This show is really taking shape. Yeah, it's really good. It's so um, good. <laughs> you know, I, 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 I think I just I want to remind you and I want to remind like the listener. It's my first time ever seeing Neon Genesis Evangelion. And I'm like, you know, I haven't ever actually managed to see a spoiler, at least as far as I'm aware of. Sure. Um, or I'm on episode 18, by the way. I'm looking at my notes here. And but that said, I'm aware that people like it's a crazy show with a crazy ending and all that bullshit. So I'm aware of that. Um, so I guess like I went in with very tempered expectations. Sure. Um, that's a good as legacy thing. shows tend to have. You know, there's, yeah. there's some baggage with shows like this. You know, you know what's one I'm starting to think you should watch, because I can't say it's, this is similar, but I'm just expecting something similar. It's not nearly as good of a show, but like you should watch it just because of the fact that we have this podcast. Mm-hmm. Is you should watch the original '90s Berserk. Really? Like, in what? Like, aesthetic or, like, storytelling-wise? Or, like... Um, storytelling-wise, and also just, like, anime-slash-manga anime roots-wise. Like, mm. I think Neon Genesis makes a lot of things make sense on, like, the anime that we watch today. Like, a lot of things don't exist without Neon Genesis, right? Absolutely, yeah. And I think um, Berserk is sort of of that ilk. I won't, like, say that they are one in the same or or one is better than the other, you know, because I haven't finished either of them. And Berserk, like, the manga only finished because the author died. Mm -hmm. Um, But, like, the original Berserk anime is based off of, like, the first several arcs of that. And it has, like, a fairly good cutoff point um that i don't think like you know and if you are in love with it you can go read the manga or whatever but you definitely don't have to and i basically 
it's a fairly linear and I will say at risk of like being crucified, like fairly average show. Sure. The anime quality itself, I actually would say is below average. Like hmm. I thought even the, for the era, even for the era, I, but like probably budget problems. Like, yeah. 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 You know as, how we, as it goes. Yeah. As it goes. Like, you know how we were talking about the other day, like uh, when animes just do like colored manga panels. Yeah. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. it has the most I've ever seen in an anime, like at least two or three per episode. Um, and not because like the artwork is amazing, but like, it was like very clearly like this should be animated with movement, but like mm. they're saving 10 seconds of airtime here by not doing that. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so anyway, all that said, like very relatively easy to follow story hmm. with an ending that just boggles the fucking mind, hmm. um, and is both upsetting and grotesque and disturbing. And then, in re- and then in retrospect is like, Oh, I think I get it. Like, it's one of those, and I just remember it rocked my shit at the time. Really? Yeah. And I was like, I was, you know, I just had other issues with the with the anime. Like, a lot of people I know that really stand it and stand by it. Um, but I'm just, I'm wondering if ne- that's what Neon Genesis is going to do to me. Like, it's just going to flip the fucking world upside down. Yeah, that the like the the eleventh hour of the show definitely kind of just like really like okay this is the business yeah <laughs> you know this was all like trivial leading up to like what they're trying to say you know? yeah but I guess the thing with um, I'm talking about Berserk more than I wanted to but what what I will say is that like the insanity of it made sense I'm really curious to know where the hell the insanity of Neon Genesis goes and takes comes from and all that stuff don't tell me but no no no. What, what I'll say is um, this is, like, more of a hearty, like, a show that has heart and also mystery than I ever would have anticipated. Oh, yeah. It's, it's, it's like I told you, like, you know, like, you know, feels like almost a year ago or however, like, half a year ago when I watched it. You know, it, it starts off as, like, not generic. It's not bad, but it's just, it's clearly, like, a kaiju of the week show. Yeah, for at least with, 10, at least for, 10 episodes. You know, the, the first, you know, the first half of it, and, you know, and then it's just, like, no, 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 like, it, it, it genuinely feels like the people behind it are, like, I'm not interested in telling that story anymore. I'm going to take what we have so far. I'm going to use that to, like, pivot into this. Because, like, it, it is based on a manga, and I do believe the guy that wrote the manga was heavily involved in the anime itself so like mm. but he was just like fucking with the story like he, he chose what he what to do and you can see that towards the end it feels like each episode of like you know like that's a liberty but like i guess it you know it somehow fits in like it just it keeps getting bigger and bigger and bigger dude i wish you could see like my little notes file i've got here i, I w- would love to see your notes <laughs> um just because you know episode one episode two episode three like as these episodes go by like my my thoughts or my summary of the episodes because i have a bad memory is one sentence two three sentences long i'd say around episode 14 i'm just writing like two to three four hundred word (laughs) little blurbs here just trying to keep everything straight Mm -hmm. of like what is actually going on because you're right like there is a tone shift yeah but the show's doing a pretty like meticulous job of like it's all adding to the plot so far right like they're just beefing up stuff like Ikari and this whole project Adam and the Avas and what are they? Where do they come from? And like, you know, there's already a significant amount of biblical stuff or at least mm-hmm. like a lot of references. Like we bring up the Garden of Eden. We bring up Adam. I'm assuming mm-hmm. there might be an Eve at some point just because Adam and Eve, mm-hmm. um, you know, just little things like that. Like, <laughs> the Evangelion's a good giveaway. 
<laughs> yeah. Um, and like, you know, Ray's character. What the fuck is going on there? Like, I don't that, think she's I, human. I, I don't know. If there's one thing that like kept me like, the first thing when I finished, the thing I had to Google first was what was Ray Ray's deal was. Like to get the full like like what was the little breadcrumbs along the way that mm. I missed you know that made sense to the like the grander story and the grander image because I think she's one of the again a very very complicated character yeah with very complicated relationships and they it's like a tight it's like a tightrope walk with her the whole show like it's incredible what they do with her like she's one of the one of the better anime characters yeah I think I, you've, I've ever seen I uh, yeah you know I'm not there yet like I'm just she confounds me, I guess. Um, yeah. I don't know though, man. Like, you know, you mentioned like the cicadas and the vibe and it's just like, the show's just a vibe. Um, yeah. I can't put my finger on it. I just, I have this like nightly routine where I like, it's just my thing right now is, is watching one before bed. And then I write down all my thoughts and like, I'm so happy. I finally got to this. I'm. it's almost like bittersweet. I almost don't want it to end. You know mm. what I mean? Because like this, is such a weird fun journey i'm trying to think of like the last thing that made me feel this way anime wise like this is i'm having more fun with this than i had with like moshuko tensei let's say sure um so far anyway i I don't know um but it's also different tones right like no no show is one better than the other why i think if you really want to argue i think evangelion has like you know again it's again comparing the legacy status, legacy status stuff versus like more modern stuff, but there's just such different tone that it is really hard to compare stuff like that. Like you would have yeah. to find something 100. Like you know, you brought up Berserk earlier. If maybe it has a similar tone to be compared to, right? So it's yeah, actually, they might have a similar tone, just like extremely different settings. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to keep track of like the world building, like the Magi. Mm. Um, yeah, the, the second impact stuff the fact that like i wrote something else the other day have you seen the found footage stuff yet any of the found footage i don't think so okay oh that might be in the movie actually <sighs> yeah i don't know They're, they've referenced project adam a bunch they've referenced the dead sea scrolls a few times <laughs> um the human instrumentality project has been mentioned i'm trying to keep track of a bunch of stuff but um they i've just introduced a fourth ava and it's clear that actually like the cliffhanger of last episode is that um toji um the guy that initially like bullied shinji became um, his buddy became his buddy is the pilot of the fourth ava and then his test goes really bad Mm. and he sort of loses control and then he like takes asuka asuka and ray out of action and shinji has to fight him but he can't so his dad overrides the system and uses the dummy plug and then we realize that the dummy plug is like actually usable and it's just brutal it just rips this fucking thing apart and then and then shinji sees toji at the end all bloodied up and he has this scream that is just disturbing the voice acting performance on this kid tremendous really really good and i can't you know i haven't even talked about misato and what a great character she is mm-hmm. what what a, such a stacked cast like truly truly stacked cast like yeah like you know the only thing i might be able to compare it to and this is probably a shit comparison mm. but like hear me out is like 
um, Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. Mm. But the only reason I say that is, you know, the tone could not be more different, yeah. but the world building is uh, really effective in both of them, and they are cast shows. Yes. Where every character... Ensemble, full ensemble. Ensemble, character. yeah, that's what I meant. Yeah. Has, like, a, every character has an angle, and it hopefully, like, some progression, like a good character arc. Fullman Alchemist had triple the amount of time. They had 60 episodes to give yeah. everyone an arc, so I'm not expecting they're going to do that. But, you know, like, I, I don't know. There's just, like, this slice of life, almost like, here we are, here's our problem in this episode, with, like, these overarching themes and long-term stories that they're telling and kind of breadcrumbing us, you know, in between these Monster of the Week type things. I don't know, man, but, like, this is definitely one of the best things I've watched in a long time. Yeah, As soon as, like, the Kaiju of the Week stuff ended... That was when the show. That's when it became Neon Genesis to me. That's yeah. like when it really kicked in. And like I said, all, it's funny because they trickle, they trick, you know, trickle fed all through those first ten or so episodes, and then you know when it gets into the juice of like what the story really is, like truly is going to be. You're like, oh, I know all those things. I know that. I know, like you know, you're just yeah. like you're you're kind of like ready to go. It was like an an opener. Like the it almost feels like a double feature. Yeah, movie. You know, like it's I don't know. It's really really cool. I, like, it's such a good show. I also found that 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 first time watcher subreddit where it's only people watching and like there's yeah. no support uh first time watching and there's no spoilers allowed um but some people do leave clues and stuff and someone said like i saw um because it's heavily moderated forum right fucking mm. it's it's great that there these things exist but i saw someone say after episode 17 it's like ah finally the show starts <laughs> and i was like oh, jesus <laughs> i wonder what the hell's what are we in store yeah. for but i like i can't I can't get over how good the mystery is. It's actually almost like Severance, where it's like something's going on, mm. and no one knows what. Yep. Does that make sense? Absolutely. I, I don't know, man. I'm I'm loving. Dave, this I want to go show. rewatch Neon Genesis now. That's how so, like jazzed you got me right now. It's <laughs> it's just such a tone. Like I don't. I I can't believe they're achieving. Like I was genuinely disturbed last night because I mm. it's like midnight and I finished that episode where Shinji's just the episode ends on him shrieking his lungs out and cuts to black Mm -hmm. like they after seeing like the mangled bloodied up not corpse but body of his friend I don't I'm hoping it's not a corpse I think they said he was alive but they end but like you fat you rewind in episode five he has a coordinated dance routine that's synced to music in an Ava with Asuka you know what I mean it's like Mm -hmm. what is this show I don't know (laughs) what is the show okay that, that was a long rant sorry i went long um so you know genesis it can't it can't be a short conversation no i think when it's done we, i think it would be a fun one-off pod of yeah just talking neon genesis going over notes you know yeah the movie. we could um yeah maybe we could like watch uh like you could rewatch the movie or something just to get you a refresh- that you should, you get, should do, get a uh, refresher she'd like a stream uh like a stream uh, like a watch along yeah Put the movie on. That'd be fun. Yeah. That'd be yeah. That'd be super dope. Yeah. Um, okay, I'm a I'm a throw it to you, sir. Dave, I played the uh, started and finished the uh, Guardians of the Galaxy game. Um, this just in: there is a Guardians of the Galaxy game. <laughs> yeah. Breaking news. <laughs> so this came out last year. Okay. Um, or was it this year? I don't know. Anyways, it was on Game Pass, so I was like, I need something to play, and it was just... Oh, is that what you recommended to me? Or is it something else this week? No, 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 we're going to talk about that Okay, okay. Uh, Okay, That was Trek Trek to Yomi. We'll we'll get into that, too. Okay. It's funny, because 
both of these games I'm going to talk about today, Dave, are seven out of tens. But okay. I genuinely loved my time with both of them. Um, so <clears throat> up up front, Guardians of the Galaxy. It's I don't know if it's set in the same universe as Marvel's Spider Man, like the, the 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 PlayStation one. Oh right. I, I don't know. I, I'm really not sure because I know like there's a Wolverine game coming out. It's set in the Spider-Man universe. Oh, that's pretty cool. Um, so, like I said, I don't know. This all takes place in space, but it's you know it's the Guardians that we're used to. It's you know the ones from the movie. Like I know over the years there's, there's been other characters, but it's the same crew that we see from the movies. And um, it's just like a really good like comic book story in a game. You know, it's it's not open world. It's like um linear uh, it's linear design levels like it's you know essentially you know you got to follow the path there's like a little bit of exploring from area to area the combat is boring as fuck it's one of the most boring gameplay loops i've ever played in my life <laughs> genuinely like by the end of it i was like holy fuck like i'm i just wish i could watch this um because like it's 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 not that it's bad it was just like oh you unlock this move i'm like okay i'm not going to use it like i'm just going to keep like brute forcing my way through this game, like how I've been playing kind of thing. So like, I think the gameplay is what truly brings it down, but the story is really fun. Fantastic collectibles, like lore related collectibles. And one of the smartest things I've seen in a game is so like you have like the Milano, like your ship, like you finish a mission, you end up back on the Milano, the crew, like no matter like what fight you got into with the gang before, like, cause it's the guardians. They're always bitching at each other and bickering in some sort. Like I enjoyed these guardians like a hundred times more than like the MCU version, mm. which I like. I, I think the Guardians movies are some of the, like the two movies, even number two, I think are some of the stronger Marvel movies they've made in like, you know, 20 years or whatever. They are really good. It's just well, super well written in. It's, you know, very well acted and casted. I think everyone is perfect for who they're playing. It's a shame about the new cast member of the third movie, but I agree beyond. <laughs> yeah, Will, Will Poultry. Uh, for anyone that forgot. Um, so, but no, it's just, it's, you know, anyway, so what they do is like you'll find a collectible in the game and it'll give you like on your screen when you find it in like this level or whatever it'll be like in big bold like hey you should talk to rocket when you get back to the milano talk to him about this item you know he might have like some insight on this okay and, like, and it's like kind of like obvious in your face but it's like a good reminder of like oh like that's how they're gonna that's how you get build the bonds with your cat like with the rest of the group mm-hmm. through the game and, you know, you get into these conversations and get their backstories. And it's just, I don't know, like, the presentation was just really good. It looked beautiful. It was made by Idols Montreal. Oh, cool. Um, so, and they're the ones who did, I don't uh, there's a series I, I really like called Deus Ex. And, you know, everyone wants, like, another Deus Ex game. But we got mm-hmm. <laughs> Guardians of the Galaxy instead, apparently. Yeah, that seems, that sounds about right. Yeah, but, like, it's, you know what, and it's, it's funny, too, because I kind of felt bad for the game. Because, like, Square Enix is, you know, well, funny enough, they just sold off Eidos Montreal, like, last week in a couple of their studios. Um, so there's some gaming news there. But, mm. like, they were, like, shit-talking them in public, saying, like, yeah, this game was under our sales expectations. Like, it should have done better. Like, it's all this stuff. And, like, just throwing the studio under the bus when it was super well-reviewed. You know, like, my thoughts on this game are not, like, unique by any means. Like, yeah, you know, every- led with a 7 out of 10. You know, but more, I think people gave it a little higher, but like for me personally, but like the gameplay thing, 
just it, it's like mass effect light you know it's like you kind of there's yeah. no cover shooting it's just kind of running around blasting away you tell your two ma- teammates to use this move at this time and it's just it's just very repetitive it got boring like after five hours hmm. but the story is really fun the narrative was really great um it, beautiful like the world's like you know the their take on like nowhere was really cool um you know, like just the Milano itself, like walking around the ship and like, you know, people are commenting on there's a whole, there's like a running gag of like people keep leaving the fridge door open and you can go and close it. And after like a few times, like, you know, um, Star-Lord makes a comment of like, is anyone going to like close the door? Like, you know, just like losing his shit. It's, it's, it's really, I, I really enjoyed it. Is it was it on uh, PlayStation? You can get it on PlayStation. It was free on, it's on Game Pass right oh, now. Right, so just, you said Game Pass. I, I just downloaded it and played it. And uh, I, I, you know, a couple hours every night, I couldn't put it down. You know, like I said, the um it was just fun like i laughed like it has the same kind of humor it's not quite as um not quite as like you know the mcu stuff is a little raunchier like it's not like ultra raunchy because it's still disney but yeah it's PG. um but if there was one thing like i don't like this version of rocket he was like way more of an asshole but i was reading i think that's more accurate to the comics like oh, really? he's, a, he's like a real piece of work in the game Interesting. Yeah. It's funny because he's actually he still comes across pretty harsh for those PG movies. Yeah. Oh, he's dialed up. But like, if there there's like one level up, like he's not like you know ten times worse. He's just like one step up worse. Sure. I think. But it, it, by the end of it, it's like, oh my god, another rocket. Like you know, butting heads with rocket. And it was fun too. You, you have like options of like, oh, like we'll try and like trick them into thinking you know get more money for something and all this and that. It's it's you know. I don't know. It's it's very straight and linear, but a lot of fun. And I think anyone that likes Marvel or you just want a fun, you know, MCU related story, I think Guardians is like a absolute like ace in the hole. Interesting. Yeah. Um, just briefly, while we're on the MCU, you didn't see Doctor Strange uh, too, did you? No, I didn't. Yep. Yeah. No, I haven't. Haven't had the chance. I feel like it's going to be tricky avoiding spoilers. But I gotta say, I don't have a. I don't have like a real fire under me to see this one. You know, I, I do. That's the thing. I do, but I can't. Like getting yeah. to movies is not realistic right now. But um, yeah. yeah, sorry about the cat meowing. Yeah, it is what it is. Um, maybe sure, it here's my dog snoring right now. Yeah. <laughs> um. Okay, so yeah, I don't know. We'll talk about Doctor Strange another time. Whenever we can, whenever we can figure something out off mic. Um. Okay. Well, actually, if we're on, if we're on gaming. Maybe I'll just tell you very briefly. Um, I already told you I finished the Spider-Man yep. game. I'm try. I'm looking for a new game. You recommended one to me, Trek to Yomi. Yeah. I, I did look at it, um, but I, I just spun up two new games, and I haven't, you know me, I like, have a hard time committing to these things. Sure. And I tried both of them for like maybe an hour each, probably less. Mm-hmm. Uh, one was Horizon Zero Dawn. Okay. And the other was Genshin Impact. Okay, sure. I'm pretty sure Genshin Impact is just a Japanese Breath of the Wild clone or something like that, right? Ish, yeah. That's what people call it, I think. Okay, so, you know, I don't have much to say on it. Uh, Sam played more of that than I did. Mm -hmm. Horizon Zero Dawn, I'm probably more engaged with. Have you ever played that one? I did, yeah, absolutely. What do you think? Like, especially for me. Um... I think if you liked Breath of the Wild, Horizon Dawn... It's funny you picked those two games, because I think 
Horizon Dawn had the tough break of coming out the same time as Breath of the Wild, and they had oh, really? a lot of yeah, they had a lot of similar elements of like, you know, the exploration, the open worldness, kind of, you know, different. You know, Zelda's like a, a more high fantasy, and you know, yeah. like post Horizon's more post apocalyptic, but they had a lot, a lot of similar dialogues. You played a very similar type of melee character with lots of range and you know, uh. tools and whatnot. Um, it's a great game. Like it's the it's a very interesting story. Is I it think, is it fair to say definitely not as good as Breath of the Wild? <laughs> well, see, but Breath of the Wild, like there was no story there for me, like at all. <sighs> Whereas Horizon, I think, had like a really good story, and they tried something different, and they kind of played with expectations of the world that you're in, and you know, it's fun. Like it, it's it might be a little, it might hit less for you now. I guess you're not super invested into like the gaming. Um, like news cycle and all that so you know but like at the time like it caught us all off guard like where the story went like now it seems obvious a little bit because just eh. based on the marketing of like the second one which came out in february yeah. so i'm in the dark about all of that so you're saying story-wise probably worth my time i think it's really fun it's a lot like if if it's one of those games where you want to fully explore everything and do the full map like you're gonna burn like 100 hours into it maybe Jesus. you know 60 ish if you go light but if you just rip through the story and you just want to play for the story, I think that's absolutely a great game to choose. Hmm. Like, I, I think I mentioned you too. If there's one to play, it's Ghost of Tsushima. Like, oh, right. Tremendous. Like, same Go- thing. Ghosts great. of Tsushima? Yeah. Um, same idea. Open open world, but it's more relaxed. Is that the samurai one? Yeah. Oh, man. That's a great game. Fucking great game. Uh, maybe I'll check that one out. Um, like I said, Horizon's good. Um, I'm going to put a couple more hours into it and then make the call. Yeah, it's 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 interesting because I don't. Yeah, I remember at the time, like, because like you know, you switch from like tool to tool. I thought like the dinosaur hunting would be like the best part of the game, right? Like, there's all these like different machines and creatures and all that that you, that you throw down with. Yeah, and I thought that would be like the buying point, but like, it it was just like, oh fuck, here I gotta switch from this tool to that tool. Like, I had gripes with it, like the the combat itself, but. You know, I'm a, I'm a story guy. At the end of the day, I just turn it, I put it down to easy. Just played the game, beat the boss, and you know, like you know, whatever. But it's yeah, it's a fun story, man. It's it was different at the time for sure. I hadn't played anything like it. Okay, fair enough. I'll give you that. Um, I think the ruling here is I'm going to try it out for a couple more hours, mm-hmm. see if it grabs me, and if not, I'll check out that Ghosts of uh, Chicken Shima. Chicken Shima. That's the one. Chicken Sashimi. I think you would love that. It, yeah okay really eh like you're stronger on that recommendation than horizon maybe absolutely put on some headphones plug it into your controller and just kick back and like the just the sounds of of ghosts and uh you're like a the wind oh it's you're a connoisseur of comfort like you know how to chill you just gotta enjoy yourself man you gotta kick back and just you know like I, I love that you specifically were like, do the headphones in the control, like, yeah, <laughs> because I know that's a detail you appreciate, and I know <laughs> yeah. you know I'll appreciate it. Okay, um, okay, um, we are wow, we're already over an hour, Grant. Um, time flies, doesn't it? It does when you're having fun. Okay, maybe we square away gaming for now. We got to talk about Moon Knight. Yeah, boy. Like we can't get, we can't do this whole thing and not talk about Moon Knight. Sure. Um, I'm only on episode three. Where are you at? I'm still, I, I haven't watched three yet. Oh, fuck me. Okay. Yeah, so maybe, but... maybe not then. That, um, okay. Well, how, how does this well, role reversal? Let's talk about episode two. Cause that was the one that won me over. And I'm curious to see what you thought of, of that episode. Oh no. 
my memory. There's <laughs> so much content. Grant, I'm so bad at this. I can remember one episode in the past at most. Um, oh, good lord. What happens in episode two? You tell. What do you remember? Everything's bleeding together because episode three was such a good episode. It is. Eh? Well, okay, so like, episode two is kind of like the... Um, it's like, you know, he's like fighting with himself in the alleyway. Um, he's like the like the I won't divorce you line. Did you see that? Yeah, we totally talked about episode two last week. I'm like thirteen percent sure. Oh, okay. I thought you'd only watched one episode. Um okay, I'm checking. This is gonna be good podcasting material, yeah. but I'm still checking. And okay. Are you guys enjoying this? Yeah. This is good. Ba, 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 da. Yeah, we hundred percent talked about it last week. Did we really? Two. All right, yeah. never mind. Well, see, we'll- because you've been slacking. I'm slacking. Oh, you know what? You know what you're confused about? What? And this... Okay. Here's my quickie review on Moon Knight Episode 3. It... Like, this show is moving now. Okay. So, go watch Episode 3 because it's moving. Like, they cover a lot of ground in Episode 3. There's a lot... Oh. I have a lot of thoughts. Um, but, like, the show's moving. Like, in a good way. Um, but, like, it just... It moves. That's, hmm. you know, spoilers. Um... But go definitely watch it. You were thinking about Tokyo Vice. Oh, that's what... Yeah, you're right. And I did watch episode two. Okay. So, Tokyo Vice, episode two. There is absolutely um, some very legitimate story progression. Mm-hmm. Um, this show is really well shot. Yeah. This... I love the environment. I love the whole idea of a fish-out-of-water American trying to become a journalist in an environment that is not at all suited to his success and in fact really annoying fish yeah um that 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 remains the problem after episode two ansel elgort is that the name yeah incel elgort is absolutely the weakest part of the show okay so i'm gonna make a comparison okay and and i don't want to be attacked for it it's just the only other show i can think of like off the top of my head jessica jones was the worst part of jessica jones Remember that show, Netflix? Yeah, well, no, see, I, I don't know, but I, I did like her. Kristen Ritter? Yeah, I think okay. the one, season one, she was really good. I bought it. Season two was a little much. Yeah. But, like, her like her back and forth with David Tennant was, like, top tier. Ugh. But, and I'm not being a dick. I'm not trying to take anything from Kristen Ritter. I'm just but saying. She's, she gets to play with David Tennant. She gets to play with David yeah. Tennant. Yeah. who's steep you know is just fantastic yeah my thought was just like in season one specifically she was fine but let's mm. say she was hitting a five out of ten it just felt like her entire supporting cast was hitting sixes and sevens and mm. the cinematography was, you know what i mean like yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah it just felt like that was a good show that maybe could have been a little bit better and it felt like it was lacking i don't know but it's not as bad as this now this isn't bad but this is blatant like Hey man, everyone here is really on their game except for you. Yeah, <laughs> and he's he's fine. It's just it's funny. Like I keep thinking of that Miles Teller thing. He said. <laughs> I know. Ever since we brought it up, it's all I can think about. Is like fuck. I wish he was in this. Yeah, but but it's this is a good show, man. Um, are yeah. like are you, have you watched any more of it? No, I haven't. But, okay. Um, now I need to. We should reach out to people that are good with deep fakes. Miles <laughs> 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 Teller on the screen. <laughs> <laughs> Can you think like how like how like doing a face replacement on that didn't who did that ha- that's happened to a couple actors who have been like quote canceled mid filming? 
Oh, um, what was it there? Uh, the Kevin Spacey one. No, I think they reshot no, it. Yeah, they but, they, that, so. but they... Okay, it was oh, him? Tignataro and... Crystalia. Um, and Crystalia. And um, the zombie, zombie movie. Yeah, the Zack Snyder Netflix zombie movie. Army of the Dead. Um, Corridor Digital actually did a thing on that, man. Like, that in itself... And same with um, the Kevin Spacey one. A lot of it, like, they don't reshoot. Like, they reshoot it, yes... But they reshoot the new actor on a green screen and they just lift it and put it on top of the scene a lot of the time. Because so it's way too expensive to be like, okay, let's go back to location, put everybody on horses again. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. So they just shoot you on a green screen and you just act. And apparently, yeah, like with Tignataro replacing Crystalia, like the problem there was a lot of that, I never saw the movie, but you could just see in the trailers and in the VFX breakdown, which I did watch, a lot of it is lit with natural light. So they had to like fake light her like they had to create cgi lighting oh you know what i mean like Mm -hmm. to like re like to impose it on top of his face so anyway very interesting stuff seriously miles teller let's make that happen yeah if you can if you're listening and you care (laughs) make that (laughs) yeah um okay i think that's it for me i i wanted to be like oh grand i watched season three episode one of barry i didn't um, the reason being, like, I was, I was, like, getting ready to spin it up, and Sam was like, you know what, I want to start watching that Barry show. And I was like, oh, no. Well, yeah, yeah. You gotta do the rewatch. <laughs> yeah, but now I'm gonna, now it's gonna take forever. <laughs> well, the nice thing, there are 30-minute episodes, eight-episode seasons, so that's, like, you know, very little busy work. That's and a good you guys point. And you guys can probably enjoy the second half of the season, week to week, most likely. So, I think it's doable. Also, I'll yeah. manage Sam. Do yeah. It. you're totally right though because that is a show that like it's i forget every time i'm like i do want to watch an episode of barry but it's like i also don't want to sit down for an hour wait Mm -hmm. a minute this is a short episode um because it just feels like a dark enough trauma that it would be longer but like they always do like a tight 30 so i appreciate that such a good such good balance of like being so heavy and so short it's a really good match it's like you know it's all feels like um you know, like uh, horror short stories, you know? Yeah. Like, it's like, gets in, gets out, you hit, hits you, but it's over, like, you yeah. know, shortly. But, but um, I do want to talk about Trek to Yomi just before we go, just a quick, yes. like, couple Sorry. minutes. Um, you know, talking to Ghost of Tsushima, it's, a, it's an indie game. I, I wish I had the studio in front of me. That's bad on me. I really want to give these guys a shout-out. I don't know if it's their first game or not. Um, it is an indie. It's 30 bucks on, like, PSN or Xbox or whatever. Um, it is on free on Game Pass. Um, day one, it came when it came out. It was right on Game Pass. Um, not great combat. There's a lot of problems. The, I've I've actually not had problems with the game in modern like these systems so far. Where like the game is just like chugging along. It's not the systems themselves. It's just mm-hmm. like the 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 game itself uh, needs a needs some tightening up. But the combat is just it doesn't make sense. It, it almost has like fighting game controls to use moves. Um, it's weird, but the story is really fun. It's an indie through and through. It's like a seven chapter game. You're kind of in and you're out, but it's all black and white. Um, you know, when you're in like a fighting zone, you're on like a 2D side scroller kind of thing. And then you have little sections where you can kind of, funny enough, it compares a lot to Guardians of the Galaxy in a lot of way. Um, but Dave, like each area has such a unique look and the angles they take, like the fixed camera. I think you would love this game i gen like that's why the second i was like in chapter three i was like holy fuck i got a message dave and i did and i was like you you know everything i told you i I swear by it 
the combat is not great. That is like the one hang up of it. You said Game Pass as well, eh? It, it is on Game Pass, so you know, get the old Xbox One out, and I'm yeah, pretty yeah. sure you can play it on that too. It's not, a, it's not uh, exclusive to the series uh, S or X or anything yeah, like yeah. that. Um, but anyways, really cool, fun, like you know, story, like nothing crazy, original story. Very really cool thing with the collectibles in this too. I'm a collectibles guy in games. I, I love that shit and the lore they provide. But it's fun because as you would collect an item, he would it wouldn't just be like generic. Oh, this is like a a sake bowl. He would like it would point out of you know he would have like the character's opinion on what he was picking up and what that means in his journey. And you know like he like at one point he found a squirrel of a certain kami, um, and he was like I you know I really I'm going to think of this kami on my journey. I could use their strength and they could use their view on vengeance. You know to go through with this story mm-hmm. and all. It just really cool collectibles um again the vistas they create in the world and the levels and like the world kind of moves with you in certain sections as you go really fun game i highly recommend it people are tearing it apart on the internet like reddit is so fucking hard on this game i understand people that paid the 30 bucks or whatever and like the combat's kind of like not great and there's like, a lot of audio issues and mm-hmm. like you know at, at points i couldn't even attack i would just have to wait till i got killed and then i would respawn you know like five minutes prior and then go forward everything would be fine again like there's bugs there's a lot of bugs in it but i recommend people either wait a little bit and if it gets patched or if you keep an eye on that kind of thing this is a really good game and i'll be keeping an eye on this studio going forward for sure because they i think this is this is a really good game like i said it's a seven out of ten no question about it but the visual storytelling something there huh yeah it's it, it feels like an interactive like an interactive story more than a game you know like the gaminess of it is just whatever but like as you go along you see like the vistas and like the the environments and it's all black and white and you know it's hard to watch black and white like that with like the the dust particles and the the fog and all it's hard on the eyes there's definitely certain like sections of the game i had to get closer to the tv because i felt like i was too far away at the angle like the draw distance they would create for a certain section of the game Mm-hmm. It was it was a lot of like moving around the room to enjoy the game. It was funny. I beat it in a day. I started Damn. in the morning and then you know capped it off the last chapter at night. It's, if it's, it's a short game, it's again for you. I highly highly recommend it. If I was only gonna check out one, would it be Trek to Yomi or Guardians of the Galaxy? Your two game pass. Picks. Oh my god, Trek to Yomi for sure, no doubt about it. All right, well yep. good to know. Yep. Okay, Trek to Yomi. I'm gonna check out a trailer after this because you've got me it's very bite-sized. curious. It's 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 as like bite size as it comes. Yeah, yeah. that might be, be a good in betweener. You know, like mm-hmm. between this and like the next big game. Like I know that Tsushima game is a big one. So is Horizon, frankly. So anyway, Tsushima's big, but it's it's more spacious and it's less crowded. Interesting. Yeah, the world is very serene, and okay. they really hit that home. So. A lot of thoughts on games lately. If anyone listening has any thoughts on games or recommendations based off what you've heard us talk about. One of us will end up checking it out. Probably Grant, but send in the recommendations. <laughs> Please. I would love recommendations. I think that about does it for this week. Yeah, I think so. Man, we went for it. Episode yeah, 46 or something? Good Lord. We're going to do something special like for 50, but we have time. Um, thank you guys for listening. Um, if you're new here, we do this every week, and uh, you know, eventually at some point we're going to cover another show week to week. We've done that in the past for Attack on Titan, My Hero Academia, Demon Slayer. We've done movie-specific podcasts, so if you have recommendations or requests for coverage, send it our way. We will check it out. If not, though, just follow us on uh, social media, Instagram at Part-Time Otaku Podcast. We post 
you know, every time we have a new episode out there. Um, and yeah, you can find the post shows that usually drops on Wednesdays. Thank you guys so much for listening, and we will see you next week. Bye, guys. Cheers.